to the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome back. Cavino and Rich. Yeah. In for Dan Patrick, Fox Sports Radio, 877-99 on Fox. Live from the mean streets of L.A., live from the barrios. You're in Sherman Oaks. <laughs> mean Shout streets. Out to all the Vatos Locos. <laughs> Shout-outs to everyone across the country. We appreciate uh, the opportunity to fill in for Dan Patrick. It's pretty crazy, right? Oh, this is great. This is great. Want to talk a little Tom Brady? TV 12? The most talked-about man over the last year of our lives, probably? I'll never turn down a conversation to hype up a guy that doesn't need my hype. (laughs) I think he's great. I really do. I don't want to give people more reasons to hate on me. I already have a punchable face. Nah, he's overrated. I'm wearing earrings today. It is a throwback Thursday. That's your reason? That's my reason. He has a camouflage hat on. I have a Yankees camouflage hat on. Oh, by the way, so obviously people listening, just to know the punchable face you speak of, we just described it. Yankee camo hat and earrings. And a camouflage shirt, but it's blue camouflage. Yeah. I'm so uh, confused. Where are you hiding from? Yeah. (laughs) Told you. Mean streets of LA. I know. Don't want to be seen. He's hiding from the cold. So I don't want to give you more reasons to hate on me. He's like, this guy's a Yankees fan. He's from New Jersey. I want Dan Patrick. I hate this Cavino guy. Hate, hate. Get him off hate, Fox Sports hate. Radio. Dan Patrick's in Sandler movies. Um, Cavino's not. And he likes Tom Brady? <laughs> yes, I do. Because he's a dude. winner. He's a winner, and I like winners. And I feel like if I could, you know, grab anything from, from him, take anything from him, that's good. I, I want to run with that. that and that's mentality. how I feel watching his documentary, Man in the Arena. You know, it inspires me. I'm like, this guy's an inspiration. All this hate, unnecessary. You feel the same about Kanye after watching his documentary? I do. I watched it last night, and I was like, that's what I needed to get fired up for the Dan Patrick show. That drive, that motivation. Before Kanye unraveled, he's a focused, motivated guy. And you got to respect that. You, I hate to sound cliche, so early in the morning, but you hate him because you ain't him. It's true. It's early. It's true. You as, you hate- said, as you said before, early, like Mr. Furley. Yeah, but you hate Tom Brady. Anyone who's like, oh, I roll. You hate Tom Brady because he beat your team. That's yeah, why. Because like he him, made yeah. you cry. That's it's why. true. It's true. By the way, Furley or Roper? Oh, I'm a Furley Who's a, who's guy. a better landlord I'm for a Jack Furley Tripper? guy all, way, all the way. Furley. Yeah, but, they, but Mrs. Roper was great, too. I didn't like her. All right. She well, put too much, too much pressure on Stanley. Stanley! All right. Uh, I got to ask you about Brady. Were we robbed of funny, charismatic, likable Tom Brady because of Belichick? The, the Brady you've seen the last year and a half, and, and Spot, you were pointing out before, even during the Super Bowl, he put out a funny tweet. He tweeted a screenshot of his iPhone, iPhone, yeah. ske- uh, <laughs> schedule that said he was supposed to be at the Super Bowl yeah. that day because he didn't make it. And then... Giselle posted some video of her doing self-defense martial arts, and she was kicking ass. Did you see this? Karate? Giselle wrote, she doing, I believe. Um, was she doing Eagle Fang or Cobra Kai? <laughs> Johnny Lawrence. Eagle Fang. Eagle Fang. Uh, she wrote, I believe the more tools we have in our toolbox, the better. I feel stronger, more confident, empowered. Since I started practicing self-defense, I feel it's an important skill for all, but especially... For us women. And, yo, she is kicking Respect. ass in this video. Tom Brady responds, my days of leaving dishes in the sink are numbered. 
Like the the, the likable. <laughs> wow, man. He's, he's, uh, he's a regular. Oh, you, you, you don't like that one? Okay. You know what? Wow. It, I'm changing it up. I think it's Cedric the Entertainer, <laughs> D.L. Hughley, yeah. Steve Harvey, and Tom Brady. Kings of comedy right it's there. New king, the new yeah. king of comedy. Who's your, Sinbad. <laughs> Who's your favorite comic? <laughs> Chappelle? No, Tom Brady. I think we need to we need to, you know, keep things in perspective. It's, it's the relative proximity theory, okay? Tom Brady's no Jim Carrey. Tom Brady is no Cedric the Entertainer. He's he's no Sebastian Maniscalco. But in the world of sports, he could have very well have been more like a Peyton Manning, more like a Shaquille O'Neal. We never saw that side. So we were, to answer your question, we were robbed of of Tom Brady. He won six Lombardi trophies with Bill Belichick, but we had the sort of tight-lipped, can't say much, can't do much Because of the Patriot way. The Patriot way robbed us of a Brady. Like, think of all the people that are like, yeah, I hate Tom Brady. Maybe you wouldn't have hated him so much if he was the likable winner all these years. Because Tampa Tom... Way different than New England, Tom, to the casual fan. Uh, oh, I, Him and Gronk talking about tutties. All right, we have more Kavino and Rich filling in for Dan Patrick. 877-99 on Fox. We'll take your feedback next. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app, by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. Good morning. We're here. Oh, man. Covino and Rich. And you hit us up at Covino and Rich on social media, at Steve Covino, <laughs> at Rich Davis, at Spot Center. Joel, Danny G, Isaac, in for Dan Patrick. Let's go. 877-99 on Fox. Joel, ju- Joel just told me I look like an NFL field goal kicker. <laughs> Thank Wide you. Left. Oh, I knew I liked you, Joel. Wide left. I know what he means, but you look more like an like a like an Eli Manning to me. How dare you? <laughs> you look I mean, like you look like tattoo from Fantasy Island. How dare you? <laughs> oh, here we go. How dare you? <laughs> how dare you? All right, um, Danny G. What's up, the buddy? Play! No, it's fair. I agreed with Joel. I said that uh, Rich, you could sneak into the lobby of a NFL team's hotel, just be like, "Yo, I'm the punter. I'm the punter. How's it going, it? guys? Hey, I'm the punter." Danny G. I'm trying to think of who Danny G. looks like for people listening. Well, he's the- got that LA swag to him, man. He does. Danny G.'s got, and he's got these magical pipes. When you hear him talk, you're like, "Whoa." Danny G, you ever sing to a girl? Oh, like uh, Salvador on... Uh, <laughs> yes, on, uh, Love is Blind. Oh, my God. This dude... So Mal, as he calls her, <laughs> with his twinkle in his eye, he's so oh. cheesy. But whenever he sings to her, that's when she likes him. Oh. The rest of the show, she hates his guts. But whenever he sings to her, she's like, oh, my God, I just fell in love with him all over again. Danny J, I got to tell you, I'm so hooked on that show. I have the NFL blues so bad. Kavino could could back me up. I'm the guy that... Every Sunday, I'm up at my with my coffee, making my bets, you know, organizing everything. Football Sundays, Thursdays, Monday night. When football season's over, I feel like a lost little puppy. And I got two little kids, so you would think I'm occupied. But I'm watching Love is Blind. I'm watching. <laughs> I'm going to watch the Kanye documentary. I'm watching a bunch of crap. But hey, we got sports to talk about, this offseason stuff. I have a theory about LeBron and Bronny. 
that I don't quite understand what people don't get. Right, right. But let's wrap up this Tom Brady stuff. To answer your previous question, again, if you missed anything, catch the podcast at foxsportsradio.com. If you're listening on foxsportsradio.com, what's up? Kate Dow, the iHeartRadio app, or our stomping grounds, SXM, channel 83, it's Cavino and Rich. Tom Brady, were we robbed of the real Tom Brady for all those years? No. I mean, look, he was fitting into the guidelines of another team. He was doing what he was supposed to do. Yeah. I'm it's just saying nice that- to see this other side. It actually made a likable guy more likable, in my well, opinion. It made him more real, too. Well, Tampa Tom and New England Tom, two different people. When him and Gronk reunited in Tampa and they're talking about tutties with their feet in a little pool and they got sunglasses on. And, tutties! And they're being like, yeah, tutties, Tommy. Yeah, love you, bro. Love you. Love you, babe. They were as likable as you get, coming from a team that everyone hated. And now, post-retirement, not sure if you uh, saw this, post-retirement, Tom Brady is going to produce and star in a movie with Jane Fonda and Sally Field. So now, Tom Brady, the actor? What do you think of this? I think he's less involved. I could be wrong. I know he's producing it. But they're saying he's like starring in it. And then I read in the article that he not necessarily isn't starring in it, but he's going to be in it. You know, Mm. so I don't know how much of a prominent role he's going to have in the movie, but it's kind of cool that there's life after football. This is his like first major deal. Does this make you believe that he's not going to be a 49er, though, Rich? I heard Cowherd actually talking about how the year off possibility is a thing. Like, what if he takes a year off? No, and then comes he's, back. He's too old. For no, that. no, but but a year with the way he conditions you himself. You don't let the rust build, man. That's called ring rust. As a fight fan, you don't do that. Well, you got to keep those those legs moving. Do you, think in, do you think I'll have trouble playing himself? I mean, I I like, yeah, he'll be all awkward. He'll like maybe like he'll have like, like a Pee-wee weird Herman, voice or something. Like Pee Wee Herman in Pee Wee's Big Adventure, right? Paging Mr. Herman. <laughs> Mr. Herman, you have a telephone call at the front desk. Well, it's you know what's inspired. interesting about this uh, this new Tom Brady project, yeah. though? You know who wrote the script? Some guy by the name of Michael Cavino. You know this cat? He's making he's, a lot more headlines than I am. He's right a way now. cooler yeah, yes. Cavino. Yeah. Well, just to wrap it up, it's, a, it's inspired by a true story. Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin, who are in Netflix, Grace and Frankie, Remember that story about the, the, the women that would go and to Rita the Super Moreno Bowl? And Rita Moreno and yeah. someone else. You're Sally Field. Sally Field. You can't just uh, yeah, leave them it, out. It, it's Legends. A, it's a story about uh, the, these women that are friends that go to the Super Bowl, but Tom Brady's behind it. He'll star in it. But, hey, Tom Brady, the movie producer and the movie actor. And I think it's titled Brady. It's 80 for Brady. 80 for Brady. 80 for Brady. So, there hey, it is. you know what? If you're going to watch... Uh, if you're going to watch anything sports-related, you know you're going to end up watching this. You loved his documentary. You're watching Love is Blind, so you can't say you're picky. No, no, no. I I probably would watch this. So, Tom Brady, the lovable. New Tom Brady. All right, now, LeBron and Bronny. I I can't get enough of this, and I'll tell you why. Because people don't quite understand that it doesn't matter how good or bad Bronny is. The whole story is that LeBron said, I am going to end my career playing with my son no matter what. That's his goal, right? That's Tom. That's it's LeBron James' goal. I'm going to end my career playing with my son, Bronny. Beautiful now, sentiment, but if your yeah. son is stinking like Abe Lincoln. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Bad optics, though. 
I was asking Danny G before the show off the air. I said, I, I, this has never happened. So I don't even know if there's any type of nepotism, collusion, uh, tampering. I'm just making up words now. Um, I, I don't know if any of that's self-aggrandizement. Like yeah. Mike Tyson said the other day. Mike Tyson just uses big words, and I love it. Maybe LeBron James is having clandestine conversations. <laughs> And his self-aggrandizement is, you know, is allowing him to just do what he wants. What was, what was that? What say was lascivious. That? Lascivious. It's a, a very lascivious. I don't even know what that means. How do I, how do I use it in a sentence? Wait, to anybody new to Covino and Rich, you've got to explain that impersonation because it's evolved over time. It's the very subdued and very self-aware and, and clearly going through therapy, Mike Tyson. Yeah. The more mature. The more mature. Yeah. It's self-aggrandizement. Mike Tyson goes on podcasts and even his own, and he's just this like well thought out. Oh my god! Very introspective. It's it's uh, amazing. Likable. Like I love it when you it, think of the source and how far he's come. Right. Even when he talks about him, like, hey, Mike, the guy that used to, uh, you know, be a savage in the ring that would knock guys out in the first round. The I'm guy. Not that, that, I'm not that guy anymore. That's, I, not, that's not who I, I am. I would cry before the fights. I would cry before every fight. I would cry. And I mean, I'm just not that guy no more. But he is. <laughs> He's fascinating. He's so more more than ever. All right, back to the LeBron thing. Just just for you want me to read you a quote? Just for the stats of it. Yeah. LeBron James says, "My last year will be played with my son." By the way, there's no reading between the lines here. This is very cut and dry. Cut and dry. He didn't delete something off social media. This is what LeBron James is saying. He's not asking. There's nothing to speculate. This is what he's saying. My last year will be played with my son. Wherever Bronny's at, that's where I'll be. I would do whatever it takes to play with my son for one year. It's not about the money at that point. LeBron James on his last year in the NBA. And then if you want to get technical. Via the athletic. LeBron would be 39. This would be in the 2024 draft. And people love to say... Well, we don't even know if he's going to be a first rounder. We don't know if Bronny's ready. It doesn't matter if Bronny's ready. It doesn't matter at all. If you told any team in the NBA, "Hey, draft this kid," it does matter, and I'll tell you why. We no, talked about matter. the hate. We talked about the hate that Brady gets. I mean, LeBron gets that times ten. So this is just another reason for the public to hate on the guy. Like his son stinks. Yeah. How is that possible? It's not a bad look. Right now, Danny G, I think you told us he's ranked like 46th in the nation. Bronny That's James. right. Yeah, he you goes know, to a prep school right down the street from us in Chatsworth, California. So, you know, look, LeBron James went from like 6'1 to 6'4 in a matter of a year and everything changed, right? Mm-hmm. I'm sure Bronny's going to have another spurt and he's going to continue to grow as a player and as a person. But if he doesn't step his game up... That's just more of a target on LeBron James. It does matter, is my point. It doesn't matter one bit. All right, well, 877-99 on Fox. I'll give you two reasons why. Number one, people love the spectacle. And there's there will be a team that if they know LeBron James comes with this package deal... Just for ticket sales, for the spectacle, for the the, uh, the the last run of LeBron James. And he's playing with his son. People love this stuff. Tim Tebow was an awful baseball player. People went to go see, see Tim Tebow play. Lynn Sanity, that grew old after a while, but people were into it. Mayweather, Logan Paul, you and I rented it. People love spectacles. People love uh, the Field of Dreams baseball game, right? That's the most watched game of the year. People love a spectacle. If you build it, they will come. So if you're trying to tell me... 
old-ass LeBron James in a couple years, no matter how productive he is, if he's still productive, which he conditions himself like no other. I mean, you could say old all day. His, his stats, he's on a doo-doo team, but his stats are the same. He's, still, look, he's still looking great. So right. LeBron James, in a couple years, him and his son, they'll be a team. It could be... Rich. Yeah. Okay, look. Yeah, let's hear it. Listen. <laughs> As a Detroiter, yeah. you're telling me we're going to draft Bronny and LeBron's going to come with him? No. He's going to start trying to direct where Bronny gets drafted. Oh, that, that is true. And we're not going to like that. I'll back you, I'll we're, back we're you there. Like, we as Americans, we're not going to like that, or the team's not going to like it. Now, if you just let it happen organically and you come, I feel you. Yo, but yo. You once made, we get him, you, you, you once made, Detroit can get him, no. You made, the, you made the best point because if LeBron does direct the narrative as to where he wants Bronny to go, and sort of, if LeBron feels like he's bigger than the draft, right? If he's like, all right, well, here's what's going to happen. Uh, the, the Cavs, you're going to take Bronny and I'll come back. Yeah, but then you don't people think are going to say, he, well, he's also made, made that sort of path for himself because wherever LeBron James is, the one thing I agree with Rich on is, you're going to sell a lot of tickets. So he does have that power. Totally. Yeah. Has anyone asked Bronny how he feels about this? It doesn't matter how Bronny feels. <laughs> it does, though. <laughs> but look at, you it does. To, you it's very at, special, but who's to say he wants to be in that shadow? Right, but, you're right. Look, and, but also look at the other side of this. You know, if you rush him through a system that is is often meant to nurture a player and let them develop in the proper timeline, if you're trying to rush him through just so his dad can play with him, don't you think that's kind of robbing him of potentially setting up, setting him up for a better career? Are you saying he's Lonzo Ball part two? Uh, I'm sorry, LeVar Ball? You think he's LeVar Ball? I mentioned that the other day on, on Sunday night. I'm saying yeah. it, he might turn into LeVar Ball. Bob makes a good point because he has to play one year of college, right? Who's to say that he doesn't need more time to develop, but they rush him through just because his dad is aging? That's not fair to Bronny. And then he plays, what, one season and then flops because he didn't have the right but setup? I have the, the He's answer. A peak, he'll be a peak too sooner. I'll tell you, on the flip side of that argument, Spot, let's think about how special it is, how special it is for a father and son to play together. This is a rarity, right? We talked about this on our Sunday Night Fox show, but totally different audience. So, hey, you guys right. didn't hear this. We were talking about how when Ken Griffey Sr., and Ken Griffey Jr. hit back-to-back home runs. Yes. That might have been one of the coolest moments of our childhood. And then the funny clip of Griffey Sr. getting a fly ball into left field. Griffey Jr. darts over from center field, cuts his dad off, and makes the play. These are moments that Hold don't on. happen that often. Yes, yeah, siblings. That story is- yo, siblings play a lot together in sports because you know some people just have great DNA. But father son, father son, whole different yeah. level, and and the. The conclusion to that story you just described when Ken Griffey Jr. Mm-hmm. snags the ball from his dad, his dad said he didn't find it funny at all. Everyone was laughing. Mm-hmm. The kid was laughing. Junior was laughing. He said he didn't find it funny. He got back to the dugout, and he said, you're, you're grounded. He grounded his son in front of the rest of the team, and he said, give me the keys, and took the keys away. That's how the story goes. Now, again, our, our mindset immediately goes to how special and how how – how insane it is to look back and think, wow, Ken Griffey Sr. played with a son. That's remarkable. Yeah. There's only a few examples. 
in the, the house. In the, in the, the house, we we discover oh, we're yeah. not big hockey fans, but people called in the show yeah. and they're like, "Hey, don't forget." Well, the, the house, the house, the Griffies. Now in football, you have I, to go did, back. You have to go back like a hundred years. I, I texted my boy Elias at the sports bureau, <laughs> and apparently in 1921, <laughs> Ted Nesser played with his son Charles Nesser for the Columbus Panhandles against the Akron Pros. It's the first and only father-son playing combination in NFL history. So that's how far you have to go back in the NFL. That's how rare and amazing and remarkable this is. So you can't downplay how special it would be for LeBron and Bronny to play together. You'd have to go back to 1921 just to have an NFL example. And I did a little more research. I'm like, well, what about – because, you know, to, to make this a possibility – you have to think about, well, there's got to be other sports where, where someone has a longer lifespan, like like uh, bowling. So I, I thought about bowling, and, and yeah, Pete and Dick Weber competed in professional bowling. I always said Tiger Woods could very well play with his kid one day in golf, right? But, that could but happen. But the examples are so few and far mm-hmm. between. Like, you really got to, like I said, you got to stretch out and go back to 1921. So think and say what you want. Hate all you want. But it's going to be a special moment when it does happen if it does happen oh it'll it'll happen well, i'm telling I mean, you right i'm telling you right now if joel, lebron stays healthy joel made a great point which was we're going to all hate if lebron thinks he's bigger than the league bigger than the draft and he starts thinking that he could uh, you know direct the nba like an orchestra like all right you don't draft my son you don't uh but you're going to draft him and i'm coming here well here's the pressure that's when people get mad but i'm telling i pressure, promise you you're, you're forgetting two things the pressure on bronny well, first, LeBron James to stay healthy. There's pressure on LeBron James to stay healthy. Yeah. And then the immense pressure on Bronny to rush himself to the big time when he might not be ready. Doesn't matter. No, and he has to be ready mm-hmm. or else the criticism is going to be through the roof. People look for any reason to pounce on LeBron James. If his son stinks, yeah. do you realize that, what a beautiful story? A beautiful story could then turn into an ugly story. And that's not what you want out of this. Bronny James. I agree. I agree. Bronny James. It does matter. Think of the kids. You could say it does. It it it, it matters. I I'm gonna tell you it doesn't matter even a little bit. The be- children, because LeBron James and his son, any team again. Hey, think about this. The only think caveat. about all. Think about the the heat that mm-hmm. LeBron is getting now with the team he assembled. Everyone is like throwing their hands up in the air. Hey, yeah, this you, is you, LeBron. Did Jeannie bust it? Everyone's like, you did this? Hey, this, hey that's that's <laughs> yeah, on you. On hey, you. LeBron, that's on. This is, hey, this is what you wanted. Imagine if his son, if his son is stinking up the league. Whoa, man. Guess that's a different what? level. And LeBron, and no one's going to take kindly of, of anyone criticizing their kid. If anyone, my kid, right? I... I see her flaws. She's a great kid, but I see her flaws. If anyone else points him out, oh, bro, I, I, I can't read. I'll punch you in the face, right? I can't wait until he trades his own son to Charlotte. Yo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Danny, imagine. But you think he's going to take kindly of, of other people criticizing his son? So it does matter for his son to step up and, and be a great player. It matters. Your phone calls, your feedback, your thoughts. Bronny LeBron. Does it matter at all if Bronny's good? What's going to go down? Let's uh, let's look into the future next. Kavino and Rich in for Dan Patrick on Fox Sports Radio. Thanks, Joel. He just said we're hot.
<laughs> I know. Thank you. I no, appreciate the, that. No, the mic's on. The, uh, but you do look good today. Oh, thanks. <laughs> oh, oh, the mics are hot. Yeah. How can you even see him with all that camouflage? My bad. <laughs> My bad. It's Cavino and Rich for Dan Patrick. What? That's wild, right? What? Joel, thank you. Danny G, Isaac, we appreciate it. Thank you for hanging out with us, and good morning. 877-99 on Fox. And again, you want to chime in, you're at work, you're on your way to work, you don't want to call, you can tweet us, at Covino and Rich. We got Spotty on standby, waiting just to say hi. hi. Yep. At Covino and Rich. So we're wrapping up this LeBron James, Bronny conversation, how special it would be. My, My point is... It matters how good Bronny is. It doesn't matter at Rich all. Rich is saying it doesn't it matter doesn't at all. It doesn't matter. Okay. Any team will take him because it comes with LeBron, the promotion, the press, the everything. I- I've made my point. Now, before we go to your phone calls, since we are filling in for the great Dan Patrick mm-hmm. and the Danettes, what's your favorite Dan Patrick movie cameo? Hubie Halloween when he was the principal? I love all of his Sandler tie-ins. That's yeah, I'm so envious of that for sure. Maybe just go with it. Him and Sandler are buds, huh? Yeah. Ridiculous Six. I wish I had cool friends like that. He played Abe Lincoln in Is the that... Ridiculous Six. <laughs> I wish I had cool friends like Adam Sandler instead. I teamed up with Rich. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what are you gonna do? <laughs> Sometimes you choose poorly. He's in Grown Ups. He's in all these movies. I know. I know. Blended. Blended's a good movie, by the way. One of these days, Terry I'll, Crews? I'll make friends with, with somebody cool. Yeah, probably not. Well, hmm. let's get back to the phones. Hector. Back to the feedback. Hector in Wisconsin. What's up, man? Kevino and Rich in for Dan Patrick. Hey, guys. Thanks for uh, taking my call here. Uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. Um, duh, his cameo in Grown Ups is my favorite, just to keep that topic going. It's a good one. Um, <laughs> he, was in, he was in House but, Bunny with Anna Faris as a that's cop. That's a great movie. <laughs> He was. That was a good one, too. Uh, my my opinion is on the Bronny thing. I guess I can see it from both sides, but ultimately the NBA is a business. And, I mean, that's kind of a dumb business decision not to make. If you get Bronny, then you get LeBron. Because, um, I mean, you can still keep him on the bench um, if he's not good enough to play. But I think the, the Lakers team that we're looking at this season kind of proves – what LeBron can do as a GM, and if that was, if he wanted to control my team because his son was on it, um, that wouldn't, I guess, necessarily be uh, something great that uh, someone might like for their team. But at the same time, the money that goes into it, it just seems like a stupid idea. Not hey, to hey Hector, I'm going to ask you a question. The media destroys you and pounces on you. Yeah, the traveling circus sells tickets, and people do want to see all the superstars on the Lakers now and LeBron and his son or whatever the future holds. But if they don't deliver, man, it's going to be ugly. It's going to be ugly. Yeah. Circus ain't and, and easy. Again, Circus ain't easy. Ever seen The Greatest Showman? The Greatest <laughs> no, Showman. No, no. Great movie. But, but, but Hector said it is a business, but it's a business of <laughs> winning, too. Well, so you can, have, a, you can have all these superstars, but it's a business of winning. Right, I'm going to ask you, Thank you, I'm gonna ask you a simple question that might be... Well, good, because I'm, I'm, hope, I'm it's hoping, too early for any tough ones. I'm hoping it's not overboard for Fox Sports Radio, but I have an analogy that I think will work for every bozo that's, that's on the fence with this. So uh, maybe a little dirty for Fox Sports Radio, but th- pay attention. If I told you, as far as like, you know, you take Bronny, that means you get LeBron. If I told you, you had to get with someone that was pretty busted, that you were completely unattracted to, but it meant they were bringing along their hot friend and you were going to have some group loving. 
Rich is just trying to justify his dirty past. Right? <laughs> yeah. If I told that, you that time if he I got with you, that beautiful girl, but he, he also had to deal with. Stop it. The other one. Stop it. The other girl, Tiny say, Tim. I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. If, if you had an opportunity, uh, you know, ladies, men, anyone, if, if you had the opportunity to fulfill, let's just say, a fantasy, and it involved like someone that you were totally attracted to, but in order to make that happen, they brought along their, let's say, not-so-attractive friend for the fun, too. You'd still do it. So anyone with that mentality, anyone's going to say, yeah, I don't care if Bronny stinks. I want LeBron. The same way you'd be like, you're beautiful. Yeah, bring your ugly friend. It's what it is. Novel- Nick. Novelty I've off, seen right. your beautiful, what, five kids? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Virginia, Nick, wrap this up, and then we got other stuff to get to. Hey, buddy. Hey, what's going on, fellas? How hey. y'all doing today? You know you do it, Nick. Hey, good to hear you. Hey, I like listening to uh, people who fill in for DP. Uh, it introduces me to a new audience and a new group of guys, and I think you guys are doing a great job today. Thank oh, you, thanks, man. That's, that's nice uh, to hear. But, yeah, about the LeBron James, you know, I think it's worth saying, too, that we've seen a lot of the NBA guys coming up now that are able to prolong their careers. We've seen Vince Carter, Carmelo Anthony play late into their 30s, getting into 40. We know how well LeBron takes care of his body. I don't think it's that far off to say that he'll be healthy at 39. And, I mean, if even if Bronny needs an extra year in college, you know, LeBron at 40, we saw MJ come back at 40 and play, put up some big numbers. So I don't think it's out of the out of the question for LeBron to stay in shape and, and be able yeah, to but if, carry Yeah, but if LeBron at 40 is better than his son, mm. that's not going to look uh, good. You know, let me, let me, and I, let me wrap with this. Yep, and, by the way, yep. Nick, thanks for the yep. call, brother. Thank I appreciate you, so you checking us out. Um, look at it this way. Remember at the end of Peyton Manning's career, the defense took him along for the ride? Peyton Manning carried teams his whole career. Then he won a Super Bowl when the defense carried him. Wouldn't it be wild that at the end of LeBron's career, a bunch of young dudes carried him? That would be a pretty cool storybook ending. All right, we have more Kavino and Rich in for Dan Patrick next right here on Fox Sports Radio. Am I the first person ever on Fox Sports Radio to say, quote, massage the cheeks for five seconds? You might be the first and the last. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's been a good run, guys. Yes. Yeah. Hey, it's, it's been, been a good, good run. run. It's been a good run. Who's hey, the best wide receiver you've ever been on the air with? <laughs> so let me ask you this. One more NBA, one more NBA note. Um, Kyrie has only been available for 23% of Brooklyn Nets games this year. You could argue that his absence is a reason why the team isn't where they're at. If New York pulls away the restrictions they have for COVID. Did Kyrie win COVID chicken and are the Nets a true contender? I mean, they've made some moves. It's sort of working to his advantage right now, for sure. You know me. I, no one likes to talk about COVID and yeah, coronavirus. Yeah, it's, like, it's like the worst conversation you, you can have talk about with vaccines family. next? <laughs> next, vaccines, and then we'll talk about Russia and Ukraine. No, um... <laughs> No, it's true. When I first met you guys, you were both in the hospital. That's true. Yeah. It is true. Can we not have the bid? I don't want. Yeah. I don't want to talk about that. Yeah, no, that was miserable. Les miserables. So, look at it this way: if the the restrictions are lifted, and Kyrie's stuck by what he believes in, and everyone's entitled to believe what they want to believe, right? I'm not going to force my views on anybody. If this works out, doesn't it sort of look like Kyrie won COVID chicken, and all of a sudden the Nets revamped a little bit? See you later, James Harden. You're saying he's got some good COVID like, karma? I, I, I just feel like he uh, 
he he sort right. of well not not played it right, but it it worked out. By the way, he's got those fresh legs. How far do they have to go for that to be? I think they got to make it to the finals. I don't know if they win the. Fi- I think they got to go there. The, you know what? That's we a forget, great question, Joel. Though. Joel, you know we forget that a couple years ago we have very short memories. Not not you, all of us do. We all have short memories of what we thought. Rewind a year or so ago. Everyone thought it was all about the Lakers, the Clippers, and the Nets. And like, what happened to all three of those teams? Right? I mean, it was like, who's got, all right, it's really, it's going to be the Lakers or, or, or uh, Clippers versus the Nets. And all three of those teams have not delivered on what they thought would, would happen. It's the truth. We were, we were working for the, uh, what, wait, it rhymes with ESPN? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I remember being, we were at the Staples Center every night. We'd see Clippers fans, Lakers fans coming in and out. And it was like, yo, which team? Who's the best LA team? Because whoever's not, they'll be second. But whoever's the best LA team will win the finals. Yeah, yo, of course, we can't take away the fact that LeBron and AD won one. But the whole three best teams being Lakers, Clippers, Nets, we forgot that that was the storyline that went away very quick. Can they, and we were quick to dismiss the Golden State Warriors when a couple injuries happened, and it's like, yo, they came back real quick. So how drastically would this change the Nets' future? I, th- I think you Kyrie go- coming back full-time. Again, new players added. Chemistry, that takes a minute, too. You know, to build some chemistry, to get going, to get on a tear. The seed. Yeah, is, is yeah. It, you, it might be too too little too late. Mm, there's still plenty of basketball to be played. And, you know, I, I you can compare it to the NFL. Remember when the beginning of the season when the Chiefs were struggling? Yeah, the Chiefs didn't get to where we thought they'd get. But in the beginning of the season, everyone's like, oh, Mahomes, the magic is gone. Then they... Uh, to- I, I, you know, I'm here to to let it let it be known for the first time on Fox Sports Radio, Patrick Mahomes. Hey, you guys are great, man. That Cavino <laughs> guy's killing it today. Um, Rich, you're okay. Danny G, what's up? Where's your brother at? I just got to say, you know, to be honest, it was my my fiance and my brother. You know, I was taking a lot of heat. Uh, It was kind of distracting. And a a great player like myself with a a shiny image doesn't need that sort of distraction. (laughs) Got to be honest, it sort of of fired me down early on in the season. Thank you, Patrick. But yeah, no, I mean, we were like, oh, magic's over. Patrick Mahomes, this uh, the Chiefs team. They ended up winning like 10 in a row at one point. And, you know, we're... We were talking before that uh, I think NFL or someone's playing the game on one of the TVs here. They're playing the replay, I think, on NFL Network. And I'm like, like, how on earth did Kansas City lose that game? They were up. They were they were, they were beating Cincinnati by double digits in the third quarter. Um, that, that particular day, my brother wasn't cheering hard enough. Not, uh, not enough TikTok. Not, not no, Jackson did not do enough way, TikTok yeah. dances. Rich, you do an amazing Jackson Mahomes impression. Can you do that? <laughs> How dare Rich you. has the dance moves of right. show us everybody. Jackson. Do it. If you want to see in case you didn't know, Danny G, he does yeah. a great do Jackson Mahomes. I've more, seen him do the Carlton. <laughs> more reason to follow us on TikTok at Covino and Rich. And uh the the reality is things could turn around real quick. The Niners had a losing record, they turned it around. They, they, you know, Danny G at one point, your Raiders. They weren't going to make the playoffs. Then they went on a tear at the end of the season and had a nice, fun run. It's it's crazy to think that, what do we got? Uh, roughly 20 games left in the NBA. Brooklyn's in it. They're, they're a lower seed, but... Where Brooklyn at? They're actually... Where Brooklyn at? Where Brooklyn at? <laughs> uh, the eighth seed. But you know what? They uh, There's like only a few games that separate like the five seed and the eight seed. So, hey, stay tuned. We'll see what happens, right? All right, we have more... Kavino and Rich in for Dan Patrick right here on Fox Sports Radio.